Hello and welcome to Empty Your Q um, or Empty Your Boo. You're gonna say it's. You gotta say. It oh creepy. yeah, that makes it sound like you're taking something out of your loved one. Um, <laughs> welcome to Empty Your Boo. See, there we go. Um, Dracula voice is always key. I'm Cameron. Always here with Dustin. Hello. Um, always here. Yeah, we're just actually just locked in this podcast room and we're not allowed out. Unless um, we come up with really good, yeah. throughout the month, we get sunshine twice. Exactly. Uh. <laughs> and, uh, today we have decided that it is important to talk about one of our our favorite Halloween traditions, a fixture of the uh, of the holiday for us, near and dear to our hearts. That is the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror Halloween specials. Yeah, anthology specials. Uh, this is we we tried to record once already and it stopped mid recording for yeah. us as we were realizing that this is the thirtieth anniversary. Yeah, and honestly, I think that was a much better beginning to that one. So maybe if it's still there, you can switch it over. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. But this this so far, I think, is off to a not so stellar start. So let's let's get stellar. Let's, let's get, get stellar. stellar. So the the stellar skateboard. The treehouse of horror always like you were saying always felt separate yeah yeah so it was so like the simpsons when i was young was appointment viewing as i'm sure for you it oh, was absolutely, too yeah um and treehouse of horror always felt like even more appointment viewing like yeah treehouse of horror be was any like, more appointier whenever those were on like in the middle of the year like the reruns i was always so stoked yeah I was like, oh i gotta watch all of these right now or later down the road when there were enough where like there would be that build up the like reruns here's the treehouse of horror yeah. marathon and it's just like eight straight yeah when they hit i think that was when they hit fx is when they really started to do that because i don't think fox would ever really do a treehouse of horror marathon not, no not typically and then like disney plus right now has them all in order yeah so that's what i've been watching but it doesn't play them in order i know in that order it just plays the next episode in the season which was very frustrating yeah, yeah i was not thrilled about that either. yeah which also it's like if you want to watch the credits and see all this funny names <laughs> like Dan Spookanella and like James Hellbrook. James Hellbrook. <laughs> uh, morning Matt Groening. Yeah, like yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I we're both pretty big fans of The Simpsons, but I believe you're honestly more of a super fan than I am because you can really rattle stuff off without even trying, just quotes and things. I know Pray for Mojo, <laughs> and I have like embodied the ideals of Homer Simpson personally. Right. But just being a genuine like fan, I believe you're more I don't know, in I, tune with your inner Simpsons. I think my brain is just wired to remember insane quotes and trivia and stuff. Because <laughs> like, it's like, I know all like the iconic moments and everything, and then you have, like there's maybe like a dozen more that are just like what I think are funny. And like those are the things yeah. that like I'll like say to myself or like I'll think of, and then I laugh, and then it's like, "What are you laughing at?" And I'm like, "Oh, I just thought of a random Simpsons moment," and then I have to try to explain. Yeah. It. And it's like, oh. Or like how you were like one of those random things you were explaining was like that that you found funny to be a part of it is like the end of Bart's dream in yeah. the second in the second Treehouse of Horror. It's each one of them is a, it's a dream of theirs. They eat, yeah, they eat too much candy and have yeah. nightmares. And so it's each nightmare, and Bart's nightmare is. It's basically the uh, Wish into the Cornfield uh, Twilight Zone episode where the kid has the powers to basically turn you into whatever, to do whatever he wants to He's you. It's just like God mental ability. Yeah, a godlike mental ability. <laughs> and um, at the end of it, 
him and Homer like bond. have bond as father and son after they've they've gone through this whole like trials and tribulations of father and sundom. And he wakes up screaming because they've bonded because his they've father. Bonded. I love you, son. son yeah. And then he wakes up screaming at that. And like that's his nightmare. Yeah. Where the rest of them have woken up screaming at the fact of like them dying or being like possessed. Some or, you horrible, know, so, yeah, yeah. Some horrible. A haunted thing. house. <laughs> and I think too, because a lot of the trios of horrors take from the Twilight Zone. Yes, but yeah. But then they also take from a lot of other popular horror shows, movies, sci-fi. Yeah, you see that. Um, as it progresses, especially later, like seasons nine, 10, 11, yeah. 12, is where they really start to borrow from modern pop culture and just general, like what's on TV. As you know? a kid, though, that was a great, like, introduction for me. Oh, into these so certain many things. Different, like, yeah. I had, like, no idea what the hell the, the Omega Man was. Oh, really? Until I saw, you know, yeah. I had oh, no idea what okay. Because I was like eight or nine. When okay. That came, you know, so, so, that, like, so that's the thing is, I've always had a rich, like, film history like i've watched a ton of movies since i was really young Mm -hmm. so most of the references when i was seeing them i was like oh that's the oh that's that yeah Yeah. exactly because you know instead of like getting a real education or doing anything in my life i just focused on pop culture uh throughout my life (laughs) so (laughs) that's 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 fair yeah and that's why i'm podcasting now that's <laughs> got all that. All, yeah, you got all the experience. So I'm an un- unemployed shit burger, just podcasting. Hey At least you have a job. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna hit. I'm telling you. Yeah. The people are listening. They're liking what they hear. So what we thought we would do, <laughs> uh, because there's a lot of there's like three segments in every Trials of Horror. Yes. There's 32 of them now, or will be 32 November 1st. Yeah. That's like 90 something, 96 segments. Somewhere around there, yeah. It's a lot. There's a lot of math. So what's a lot of math? What we're gonna do do. is we're gonna go through and we're gonna name It's ninety six, yeah, it's ninety six. Name our uh, (laughs) our basically build our dream like perfect Trios of Horror episode. Yeah. Of our three favorite segments. Uh, I have a couple honorable mentions as well that we'll get to at the end. I think my honorable mentions, by the way, might be like two of them are your my actual picks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, it's funny too because you and I both have pretty similar, like, funny notes as far as like what the Simpsons, what we enjoy about the Simpsons. Yeah, Kurt Van Houten being <laughs> being probably probably 1A. number one, one yeah. A, one B. Just Homer's like, my favorite. Like the sad pathetic. Like when Simpsons goes sad. Like if I if I can get like extended Mo Sislak or Kurt yes. Van Houten. Or Lenny with the can of beans that's like, please don't tell people I live like this. No, that's Mo, isn't it? Is it Mo? I thought it was Lenny. Is it Lenny has something like that, but I know Mo I think it's Mo where like the front of his house gets torn off. And he's like, Please don't tell people I live like this. Why do I think that's Lenny? Let me see. I forget. But Lenny Lenny does make sense too. I remember be I remember thinking it was it was Mo because that makes yeah it's Lenny. It is Lenny. Yeah. Okay. Please don't tell anyone how I live. Please don't tell anyone. And he's just yeah, okay. a tattered wife beater eating out of a can of beans. Yeah. At just a single table. Yeah. <laughs> so it's always yeah when Simpsons goes like really like when characters are really pathetic it really always like cracks me up. Yeah. Like I love the one where Homer, like, is drunk at the dinner party. And he what he thinks the night was. Oh, and he's like, t- he's like, oh, so then I told him and he's dressed like a socialite. And yeah. then, like the real night like morphs in 
And he's like, ah, he's just a monster. And I think he gropes someone. He like stares at Maude Flanders like, hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like he just passes out on the couch. But then like a few years later, they do the same thing with Barney. Oh, but Barney, bon- Barney, Marge. yeah, but that's not him like misremembering. That's like they're having a dinner party and he gets absolutely <laughs> shit hammered and then comes stumbling out as Marge. I'm going to market. Hey, homie. I'm going to market. <laughs> I think he knocks something over and starts lapping the beer up like a dog. Oh, he falls down the stairs. And, that's and the it, beer yeah. falls out. And then he's just like, oh, no. And starts sucking it out of the shag rug. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <so> like, <laughs> pathetic Simpsons is always Barney, good. Kurt Van Houten, Homer, uh, Millhouse. Oh. Millhouse. Millhouse is great. Chief Wiggum. Chief Wiggum. That's we've always tried to think. I'll about, be damned. <laughs> we've always tried to think about ways to do Simpsons things, but there's so much to go through. Yeah, like we thought about doing an entire Simpsons podcast, but I think someone beat us to that. I know we had the name and everything. Yeah, and someone professional in the podcast game. Yeah, there's like they, yeah, there's like eighty Simpsons podcasts. Yeah, if yeah, you search it. and they're all already established. Comedians or something like that. They all, yeah, they're all people that you know. Which I feel like established people should have to stay away from this stuff. Like Joe Rogan, why does he get a podcast? (laughs) He's got enough jobs. Okay, he's a stand-up comedian. He does the MMA announcing. He doesn't need a weekly podcast for other reasons too. (laughs) (laughs) So let's let's avoid that one. That's a that's a minefield. Like let's just give podcasts to random homeless people and pay them. How's that sound? I mean anything to just let them spit their views out there. (laughs) Just just a lot of homeless people who are basically people who were turned away during the Reagan era. (laughs) Okay. 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 So we're getting a little off. We're gonna yeah. Do you wanna uh, That's my treehouse of horror. Do you wanna start us off with (laughs) the Reagan administration? Uh (laughs) your number three. My number three. Uh my number three would be the thing and I, uh, where you (laughs) discover that Bart has an evil twin uh, <laughs> that he was born a Siamese twin and they were separated at birth and the evil twin was kept Hugo the Hugo evil the twin, evil, twin the evil twin was kept in the attic but spoiler reveal the scar on Bart is actually on the wrong side and Bart is the evil twin in the end that has <laughs> one of my all-time favorite moments in the history of the show because then they lock bart in and there's freedom buckets <laughs> and then they keep hugo as the normal kid but that, by the end of it there's a moment near the end where there bart's up in the attic and hugo's got him and dr hibbert comes in and dr hibbert's like hugo you don't want to do this i bet you wouldn't even recognize yourself if you looked in a mirror and he holds the mirror up to Hugo, and Hugo looks, and it's just Dr. Hibbert, and there's no glass, and he punches him in the, in the face. face. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, I'll, like, stop what I'm doing if I see that on TV yeah. and wait to watch it, or I'll look that moment up specifically on YouTube sometimes. <laughs> like, yes. hey, I need a pick-me-up right now. <laughs> I should watch Dr. Hibbert punch the shit out of Hugo. That is some, like, mentally challenged and physically deformed version of Bart some, Simpson. Yeah, exactly. Um, but basically, the you know, it's just a, it's an interesting ideal. And also explains why Bart is so terrible. <laughs> I know. He is actually the evil twin. And I think at one point he's like, are you surprised? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the end when they discover this, he's like, what? Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that one's, that one's one of my favorites. Um, that would be like... 
I'd start the show with that. Okay. That's what I'd kick it off with. Okay. Uh, what would you be? So my number three, am I kicking three? it off? Is uh, a Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace. I'm a huge fan of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Uh, I think when we did like a, I think we did a Could I Survive on a Nightmare on Elm Street, and I I said that I can't watch those movies without thinking about this Halloween. Yes. Treehouse of Horror episode. Yes. Uh, so Groundskeeper Willie is Freddy. Yes, yes. And basically this he died at the school because the parents were negligent and the budgets were cut on everything. <laughs> the boiler room catches fire and he burns and he runs into the classroom and he's like, help. And the fire extinguishers aren't reloaded because no, they-, they had the budget cut. And he just dies in the middle of the It's just, just a burning corpse in the middle of the classroom. And like they're like, Willie, can you take a seat? And he's on fire, and he sits at one of the desks to wait his turn. Yeah. So Millhouse's dad, Kirk, can be like, can we get the school lunch menu? I don't like the idea of Millhouse having two spaghetti spaghetti dinners a week. And while that's that's one of the best ones. While that's happening, Willie burns, bursts into flames, turns into a skeleton basically. Yeah. And then he collapses into a pile of dust. So he starts to be Freddy Krueger and he starts killing all the kids because he wants to get revenge on the parents. I love that one so much, though. I personally don't like the idea of Millhouse having two spaghetti dinners a week. And so he starts killing these kids. Uh, He kills Martin Prince. Martin has a nightmare after he finishes his test super early where he's like the quiz master. And he's dancing around and Willie comes out of the whiteboard yeah. and chokes him to death with his tongue. <laughs> he like chases him down with his tongue. Yeah, he like chases him down and chokes him to death. And uh, that one, yeah, so it ends up being Bart and Lisa and Maggie have to save the day and defeat Groundskeeper Willie. Uh, so that's, yeah, that's how I think I'm starting. Doesn't he also kill like a... He kills a bunch of people. Oh, yeah. That uh, that's another one where they think they have him beat, and Bart's like, "Cool, now I can get back to my original dream of winning the Super Bowl with Krusty the Clown." And Krusty runs in with a helmet and a football, and he's like, "All right, Bart, it's the fourth quarter. We got time for one play." <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so stupid, but like, I think like they have so much more freedom to do stupid things. Yeah, Treehouse of Horror. Yes. And it just, like, for whatever reason, works so well there compared to, like, if it was a normal episode of cutaway references and stupid things. like Yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't say cutaway references. Like, they, I, I don't like to use that term because that feels like a family guy mm-hmm. thing. And I think they did that smarter throughout their history where they incorporated those references into the actual scene you're watching as, a way, as opposed to, like, saying something and then literally cutting away to a completely different scene. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't like The Simpsons being compared to anything Family Guy does because <laughs> Family Guy is lowbrow trash. Uh, but <laughs> uh, no, yeah, that that one is one of the best. Yeah. So, so what do you got for number for your number two, your second segment? Your segment so, B. This is kind of, I don't know. This one's like hard for me because it's like that last one's going to be the, that's your closer. Right. And one of these is like, kind of a more personal importance to me and then the other one is just like like you said i just turn this on to just feel good <laughs> and fucking laugh um so the second one i would have to go with the personal like importance one which would be homer cubed <laughs> where they discover a portal 
Homer's the, trying to hide from Patty and Selma. Yeah, and he figures out that he can just jump into the wall. Behind the bookshelf is like a portal <laughs> to another dimension. And so he jumps in that, and he's taken to essentially a 3D grid. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, it's it's literally like a 3D animation grid. And that... What what do they throw in that rips a hole in it? Uh, no, they he kicks a, a cone. A cone because there's like all sorts of shapes, <laughs> geometric shapes. Through. Yeah, there's there's all sorts of like uh, the like I, geometric shapes in it's there. It's like a highway style of of shapes and things. Moving. Yeah, and uh, he kicks one of them and it just rips open the middle of the grid that he's on, and uh, they're trying to save him. They don't end up saving him, and he falls through that hole. Sending him to our world, uh, <laughs> where that's how the, the the episode ends, and actually the whole episode ends, is Homer entering the real world, where he's like dropped, I think, on a street in Los Feliz somewhere, yeah, he just lands on the street. <laughs> and notices an erotic cake shop and goes, "Ooh, erotic cakes!" and then and, like, wanders in. in, and people are like and, walking by him, like, "What the hell?" Yeah, um, I think. So I do think this episode is like universally panned and is one of those like this is where it jumped the shark type things too <laughs> or at least this segment mm-hmm. um as well as uh the um what's the other one that people really don't like that I fucking love it's not the uh um Scorpio Hank Scorpio one <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, oh, Armin Tanzarian. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, that one's universally regarded as, like, one of the worst episodes and where the show fell apart. And I'm like, I no, I love that episode. That's like, a great, yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> Skinner isn't Skinner. <laughs> then they just send him off. Yeah, they just, <laughs> they send... just send the real Skinner off. <laughs> but I'm your son. Nah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I... So the but the big thing to go back to this is this was like the first episode of this that I don't know like really had an impact on like how genius and how, how they're able to play with the Simpsons structure mm-hmm. and go outside of it um where they're allowed to be a little different and open different doors and things and like just you know as I like Homer going to the real world is like simple as that seems now or that you think it's like at that time, which I think is 99, 98. I might be a little bit earlier than that. 96, 97. I have it all pulled up. Let me see. Um, 95. 95. That one was 95. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, so that was Treehouse of Horror 6. Okay, so that's why that really has... I always thought that was later and I was older. So in 1995, I am seven years old. <laughs> So that's why that one, that one always held importance to me because it opened up the Simpsons in a way that I didn't think possible, mm-hmm. I guess you could say, where it like takes them to this other form of animation. Where at the time I was like, oh, I'm set. Okay, so this is why these things kind of make sense for me because at seven I was like, is Homer going to be stuck in the real world now? Can I go look for Homer? Yeah. Like, because <laughs> I remember I, I watched this at a house in Whittier. It's a uh, family friends of mine. Mom, so, we like, have to go to Los Feliz. No, when I saw that, I was like, that's LA. I know that's LA where they shot that. Like, that's like Burbank or some shit. Mom, like, can we go to the Atlantic yeah. Bakery? <laughs> yeah. No, there was like a, a, a Mexican bakery I used to go to out there that I think I may have thought that was where he was going because I didn't know what the hell erotic bakery was when I was seven. Right. 
<laughs> but it was um, just the whole story and seeing that animation, seeing that break of the normal of what you're normally used to with The Simpsons mm-hmm. was just such a like mind blowing thing for me as a kid. That that's why this story, like this one, always stuck out to me. And just Homer being Homer <laughs> in the like he has no understanding of the world he's in yet still fuck something up. And that is just so me like in a nutshell, like I, you could send me to some land where I don't belong. I don't know what I'm doing and I will get frustrated and angry at something and most likely break it (laughs) (laughs) and just fuck everything up. Like that. (laughs) So that would be my number two. Okay. So my number two, it was close for me. I have a few different ones that were close, but uh, I'm going to go with the, uh, the Omega man, which is Homer's buying a bomb shelter because Mayor <laughs> Quimby insults like the leader of France. I think, I think so. <laughs> and they threatened, they threatened nuclear war. And, uh, and as the French do Homer's buying a bomb shelter and he's in the shelter when they finally launch the missile and the missile like lands directly on Springfield. It lands directly on comic book guy. And it comes, uh, you see from the missile's perspective, it pulling the comic book guy. And he just goes, oh, I wasted my life. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it blows up. Homer gets out and uh, he's buying it from, um, oh, what's that dude's name? What's the weird dude who has the one arm? Oh. It's in all the weird military stuff. I just I had it. But anyway, so he's buying, he's trying to buy it from that. And he's the gun store owner. Yeah, he's the so he gets out, and the, the the gun store owner is just a a skeleton standing there. And so Homer leaves. Homer's driving, and he stops at a red light, and <laughs> he's just waiting and he's waiting. And uh, he gets out and pun- Herman is the guy. Okay, Herman. okay, Herman. And he gets out and punches the car in front of him, the driver, because he <laughs> thinks he's taking his time. Yeah. And it's just a skeleton. He just collapses the skeleton's head in. He's like, yeah, still got still it. Still got it. And it, uh, <laughs> so it's basically a play on the movie The Omega Man, where he's the last person alive. And he stumbles across. Like, Starring Charlton Heston. Yeah. Yep. And he comes across uh, like mutant zombie survivors. Yeah. It's like the rest of Springfield that didn't die are all these mutants. For... The uninitiated, the Omega Man, is also I Am Legend. Oh, yeah. That's that's it. <laughs> they just renamed it in the 70s to the Omega Man. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, so Homer has to fight these zombies. He goes back to his house and finds out that his family is alive because of all of the coats of lead paint on the house. <laughs> it insulates the house. From a nuclear blast. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that one is just like, for me, it has some of the best moments. From him getting out of the bomb shelter, comic book guy saying, I wasted my life. Him punching, I think it's Kirk's skeleton in the, in the car <laughs> at the stoplight. Yeah. And then there's a moment where he realizes, he's like, wait a minute. I'm the last man alive. And he's dancing to the song War Naked in Church. Oh, yeah. Is what he does. Yep. Is he's like, good God, y'all. Yeah. And uh, he's just dancing naked. War. <gasps> good God, y'all. Yeah. And for whatever reason, whenever Homer like does any type of dance... It like the entertainment value for me skyrockets, and I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just because it's it's always animated so simply, but 
for me, that's just like a really good middle episode because you get so many jokes nonstop. Yeah. And it's a short enough story that it never like it never outstays as well. I think it's like six minutes long or seven minutes long. Yeah. Or something. So like it's packed with references and jokes. Like it's like the perfect hold your attention from one to three. For me, it's like, yeah, it's like the perfect bridge segment. Yeah, that's making me think that I should switch my second one to my third one and my third one to my second one. Well, well, either way, what is what is your your last one? So I would so the last one I would actually do is the Homer Cubed because okay. that has more of an ending appeal to it. But what the original last one would have been is uh, I know they couldn't. It's the Grand Pumpkin Millhouse because I know they couldn't use it's the Great Pumpkin. That, yeah, that's but, 100% one of my honorable mentions for, I think, the same reason. It's the Grand Pumpkin um, based off of uh, it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Millhouse believes in the Grand Pumpkin. Same thing. It's the same story. It's just in this one, the pumpkin shows up. Well, Millhouse gets sad because he feels like he, Lisa spends time with him instead of like going to the Halloween party. Yeah. And he cries because he feels bad, and his tears bring the oh, great pumpkin to life. Oh, that's it. Yes. Yes. His tears bring the great pumpkin to life. And he's like, Millhouse, your magic has brought me. Like, and he's like, Cool. Do you want a loaf of pumpkin bread? And he's like, Bread for pumpkins? That's wonderful. And he's like, Well, no, it's, no, made, of it's made from pumpkins. What? And yet, yeah, <laughs> and then the great pumpkin proceeds to freak out and see that not only do we turn pumpkins into bread, but we also carve pumpkins. He eats Homer because Homer's <laughs> carving a jack o' lantern. But like the way Homer carves that jack o' lantern is like the most vicious he's thing. He's just like cutting it. Well, into he's it got it. he's got eight around him, and he's like, "I'm gonna give you stupid eyes and crooked <laughs> nose <laughs> and sharp teeth, and I'm gonna make all your friends watch." watch. <laughs> So the, the grand pumpkin eats him. Yes. And then the my favorite, my favorite, favorite line is, I forget who it is, brings out roasted pumpkin seeds while he's like surveying all the terrible things we do to pumpkins. Mm-hmm. And he, the grand pumpkin just goes, dear God, you roast the unborn. <laughs> that fucking line i think it's principal skinner every single time every time dear god you roast the unborn (laughs) well there's another right after that too (sighs) nelson is carving pumpkins and he goes he says something like he grabs the pumpkin and he holds it up and he's like don't move or i'm gonna stab it yeah the grand pumpkin goes oh that's a yellow pumpkin and he's like what you're racist So then Millhouse, they realize that Millhouse's childlike belief is what brought the Grand Pumpkin to life. So they need to get him to believe in something to help. And Lisa just invents this stupid Tom the Turkey. Yeah. The Thanksgiving turkey. turkey. That'll, and Millhouse is like, huh, that's believable. And then it like kicks the door in. <laughs> With a shotgun. It I uses think. like a horn of plenty as a shotgun. Yeah. And then they're like. Oh, man, thank you, Tom the turkey. Do you want to stay for our Thanksgiving dinner? You can carve the turkey. And he's like, the what? (laughs) Yeah. I think that's how the episode ends. Yep. But the cool thing about it is it's such a, it's such a, like, tribute. Like, they use the actual music. They have the actual character designs and stuff. Yeah. And I think Milhouse carries around the blanket. He does carry around the blanket. Yeah. Uh, Santa's little helper is Snoopy. 
Yeah, and then it ends with them, I believe, doing the full breakdown jazz yeah. sequence. No, that's in the middle because it ends with is Tom that... the Turkey chasing them all around. Yes, and yes. Marge is talking to the audience. Yeah, she's playing the trombone to make the adult sound. Yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. But that's a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah, and it's a good like later years one. Yes, I think it is the best of the later years. Really, definitely. It's it's. I haven't seen all of them, so and I haven't seen the later later ones because I feel like I always just catch the 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 early ones, ones are over the best. and over. Yeah. yeah. Like the first eight, nine are really just like peak performance type shit. Yeah, they are. Like you could tell they were just having a lot of fun cranking yeah. out and like just doing whatever stupid things they could think of. Yeah. So my number one with that in mind is The Shinning, <laughs> which is The Simpsons in The Shining. Um, All work and no play mate. All work and no play make Homer. No, no beer. Oh, no, no TV. beer, no TV. Make Homer something, 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 something. Go, Go crazy. crazy? <laughs> Don't mind if I do. <laughs> yeah. So it it is just a huge spoof for The Shining, and that it, it has again one of my favorite all time Simpsons moments, like regular episode or Halloween special. They're driving. It's the the iconic opening of The Shining of them in the car driving through the mountains i think they have the music too they have the music yeah. and marge goes homer did you remember to lock the door and he goes oh no and they turn around and then it's like the next day and they're driving and she's like <laughs> hey when you locked the front door did you remember to lock the back door oh no and then it's like then it's like wednesday oh we forgot grandpa <laughs> And then they just keep driving. Yeah. <laughs> we forgot grandpa. <laughs> do, do, yeah. Do, so do. they get there and it's Mr. Burns is the, uh, the hotel owner. And he's like, this hotel was home of an ancient burial ground. It was home to a Bob Denver Christmas special. It was, <laughs> there was a couple murders Bob committed Denver here. Bob Denver Christmas special. Or John Denver. It might be John Denver. Oh, okay. And, uh, he goes, he afterwards, he cuts the power and cuts off the beer line and everything. And he's like, this will improve productivity. And Smithers is like, did you ever think that doing this is what made the previous owners go crazy and kill their families? Yeah. So then like, of course, since it's only like a 10 minute or less segment, they have to cram everything quick. Homer goes crazy. Marge finds the manuscript. Um, it's Mo. Mo's the bartender that's trying to get Homer to kill everybody. And he's like, why should I kill them all? And he's like, they'll be much happier as ghosts. Well, you're a ghost. You don't seem too happy. Oh, I'm happy. I'm so happy. You have that great moment where Homer's locked in the freezer and Moe's like, the other ghosts and I don't think you're really like taking the mission very seriously. And they break in to like free him. But it's like Jason and Pinhead and Freddy and Dracula and the Wolfman. Like that's who carries him out. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I just, yeah, that one is I probably like... If not the first, it was one of the first that I think I ever saw. Really? Yeah. That I I used to have like, I man, I used to love the Halloween specials so much. I had the DVD that was like five or six of the episodes. Okay. Of just Back, the Treehouse yeah. of Horror, and that was like the first one. Yeah, I had one of the I had the VHS of like one of those. Okay. I also had a VHS that was a collection of four X Files episodes, that I think one of them was Home. Ugh. yeah <laughs> yeah oh, dark okay yeah but that was cool back in the day remember where, like it was like a greatest hits of I the think, show you love i think i had a nickelodeon one that was like two rocket powers two hey arnold's it was probably a, a bright Rockets. orange fucking tape oh, or some they shit all were, yeah yeah or they were green 
Yeah. I think the green were the DVDs, right? I I don't know. I was just thinking slime. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, the orange. I do that orange tape, man. I picture. I could picture the Rugrats tapes I had. I could picture all that. That's, yeah. some, that's some legit shit. That's some old school. If your video cassette tapes were colored. Yeah. That, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> colored only video cassettes. <laughs> <laughs> so did you have any, any honorable mention? Um, that- Honorable mentions? Well, so the shinning would be one for me. Um... Uh, the terror at forty five thousand feet, which is just the <clears throat> it's uh it's Homer, right? No, it's Nightmare at five and a half feet, feet and it's, and on, it's the on the bus, bus it's and Bart. it's Bart. Yes, yes, and it has the demon on the wheel. There's something on the wheel. Yeah, that one. Um, uh, the Shinning, that one. Uh, the Raven. Yeah, the Raven is in, it's in the first special and it yeah. still holds up so well. It's just a retelling. It's literally just Homer doing the Raven. It's the it's Raven an, read by James Earl Jones yeah. with Homer in the role of the narrator. Yes. And, and Bart's the Raven. Yeah. <laughs> and the the Bart Raven design is just Nevermore. <laughs> Nevermore. It's so funny. And there's a Funko Pop of that that I really should have bought when it came out. I think out. I ordered it. I'm waiting to like I ordered oh, something okay. months ago as a pre-order. Damn. I'm waiting to see it. So I have a couple too. Um, the Devil and Homer Simpson, where Homer Flanders is the devil <laughs> and Homer sells his soul for a donut. Yes. And he doesn't eat the last piece and he's like, oh, I'm smarter than the devil. <laughs> and then he ends up eating it and they have to go on trial yes. to try to save his soul. Uh, I have Nightmare Cafeteria. Which is the one where the principal and the teachers start eating the students? Yes, that one is. That one was like way darker. They start than fattening the up ones. the kids and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. You might even say we cooked Uter and you're eating them right, <laughs> right now. <laughs> Are uh, we? Because I think that's the same episode as the Shinning. I think so. Because there was one Halloween special where Willie dies in every single one of them. Oh, really? He like comes in to be the hero and gets killed. I think then that must and, be the shinning one. And in the the nightmare cafeteria, he's, he's like, "I'm coming," and Skinner hits him, and he's like, "I'm having a bad or like I'm bad at this." Or yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I also have House of Wax, which is spelled W H A C A C K S. Oh, that's that's the Pierce Brosnan that's the smart Pierce, house. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, that one. I watched recently and I just, it makes me laugh every time the stupid Matthew Perry house gets me every time. Yes. Could I be any more of a house? house. <laughs> and then they have Dennis Miller and they're like, isn't that the voice that launched all those suicides? <laughs> you've got more buttons than a house for like a Turkish. Ma- yeah. It's yeah. So stupid. Yeah. But, and then, yeah, the Pierce Brosnan house falls in love with Marge. This sandwich one. The, where he keeps eating that sandwich. That's not a Treehouse of Horror, is it? The old sandwich? I don't think so. No, it's not, think. yeah. And then my last honorable mention is a Hell to Pay, where he gets... Oh, okay, he, that was, yeah, I was going to say. That he would gets be... Snake's hair transplanted yeah. <laughs> onto his head. They fucking shoot the hair. <laughs> and they make, yeah, it makes him evil. It turns him into Snake. Snake, like, possesses his body. yeah. And so he rips the hair off and the police shoot it like 25 times. <laughs> like it keeps standing back up and yeah, like shaking trying, his face Yeah, and, or like yeah. trying to jump out the window and then it just gets shot again. I think after they shoot it like 25 times, Maggie just picks it up and like 
They're like, oh, like yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh. Uh, but yeah, like there's there's so many to choose from. And <laughs> 96, good, as the, we said. The good thing about it, though, is like they're all really entertaining. Absolutely. Like I, I would need to watch the later ones again. And I know it probably gets a little bit dicey. I know last year's was funny. Okay. Like I don't remember anything from it, but last year's was funny. <laughs> That's always a good sign. It is. Don't remember anything. I don't remember a lot. That's fair. Yeah. I've uh, maybe smoked away my entire short-term memory. That's eh. hey, what can you do? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just—it's one of those things that's cool too, because like anyone you ask that's a Simpsons fan will probably have different answers. Oh, absolutely. There's like a bunch of Hitchcock references. There's a Dial yeah. for Murder one that's very yep. good. Uh, there was one called Dial Z for Zombie that almost made my list, which is like one of the first two specials. And it's uh, they read from Latin and like raise a bunch of zombies oh, on yeah. accident. And there's one, there's a part where Flanders is a zombie, <laughs> and he comes up to Homer and he's like, "Hey there, neighbor, how about letting me nibble on your ear?" And Homer shoots him with a shotgun, <laughs> and they're like, "Dad, you killed the zombie Flanders." Flanders was a zombie. You what? <laughs> and uh, they end up like reading the the incantation to return them all yeah he's like are you john i'm john smith are you john smith 1882 oh no sorry sorry. (laughs) they switched to the right graves yeah Yeah. so like it's just all of them like it depends basically on like what you're what you're feeling what your reference is what you're feeling what you're yeah and the fact that they're all easily accessed on disney plus now it's just like yep it's the perfect thing you can just watch like for the entire afternoon and it always keeps me like it's one of those things that keeps me in the halloween spirit Cause like I do sometimes I'm like, I don't want to watch like nonstop violence and gore today. Like, Oh, well, I don't know what that's like. Can I watch something Halloween that doesn't involve like throats getting slashed and like, what are you fucking chicken? You little bitch. No, little, just, you little, you little bitch. Sometimes it just gets it to be a much, a bit much. So when <laughs> I can, when I can get those references and stuff in one of my favorite shows, it's just like during the month of October, all I want is blood raining on me, fucking skeletons, zombies. I want flesh. I want the end of Evil Dead I remake everywhere I go. I want meat, flesh, fleshy meat. Oh, all right, that's skin getting... bodies. <laughs> I just want the decapitated the, heads. I just want the orgy scene from Event Horizon over yeah. and over. Yeah. Um, no, no, they are. It is a nice reprieve from like, like if you're like what we've been doing this fucking month, which I watch way more horror movies than I needed to. Oh, I'm yeah. realizing as we wind it down here, didn't watch the one that we're going to be ending it with, <laughs> uh, but I don't need to. It's pretty much imprinted in my fucking memory. Right. <laughs> um, but no, these are, it's, it's nice to just sit down and run through some of these because they, they, some of them can be like creepy, but also funny. Like, yeah, they're always creepy or not always creepy, but they're always entertaining. Some of them are like genuinely like, oh, it's kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, but and it just speaks to how clever they get with these characters. That like, oh, fuck. The witch one. Oh, where Marge is a Marge witch? is a witch. That's one of my honor. I love that one. That one is fantastic. It's I can't like believe I forgot it. The first Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. And they <laughs> throw her off the cliff and then they her and Sam. Patty and Selma come flying up mm-hmm. as witches. Yeah, that one is fantastic. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I think that's it, though. Do you have anything else on these? Um, no. Because I feel like we could just go back and forth through the whole list of Yeah, I mean, it's been 30 years of this. Um, yeah, I mean, just talking about it. There's not a lot of, like, trivia 
or history or anything. It's no, like it's, it, they've just been cranking them out. There wasn't like it. It wasn't like this started like Halloween episodes had been around. Like that shit's been around since the late seventies with mm-hmm. sitcoms and everything. You did forget to mention one that you wanted to talk about. So I'm gonna. What was that? Uh, Attack of the Fifty Foot Eyes. Oh yes, yes, yeah. Where all of the uh, like billboards and advertising, and yeah. Life. That one's just very entertaining. The it's got lar- the- it's got the catchy Paul Anka song. Which one's that? Just don't look. Just don't look. Oh yeah. He's like sings the song to make him, make him remember not to watch. I think it yeah. starts because Homer steals the Lard Lad's donut. Yes. And so Lard Lad comes to life. I think lightning strikes him. And he comes to life to come get him, come get his donut back, and Homer's yeah. like, "Up, oh, don't have it." Yeah. <laughs> I think Flanders had it, and you hear them like smashing Flanders' house. <laughs> Yeah. That yeah, there's there's way too many of these. This is like this is one of the perfect ones that like I hope people listen to this and feel inclined to reach out and tell us their favorites. Yeah. Because yeah, like that'll, that, be... that'll be what I'll post is I'll ask, but it's just so cool to always hear what different people like what what connects and what relates to what different people relate to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's I mean, you got thirty years worth of content to Yes, relate to effectively so if you have disney plus which you probably do because yeah. mandalorian's kicking back up again pretty soon here or even just go to youtube i think a lot of these clips are on youtube and stuff like yeah, you can just search be... treehouse of horror on youtube and it'll have a ton for you to just run through and it's all funny they might still be on the official simpsons youtube too. yeah so so definitely if you haven't seen these or if uh if you're not into the simpsons which i know there are people that aren't into the simpsons which they're fucking stupid I wouldn't go that far, but uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Well, no, they're not. I mean, they're not that stupid. I don't want to personally offend anyone. What a safe! What a good save. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. She's not gonna listen to this. You can uh, <laughs> check out check out Trails of Horror. Let I us- mean, if she doesn't like The Simpsons, is she really gonna listen to the one that we the Simpsons? Do on the Simpsons? Yeah, yeah no, no. Uh, just uh. So everyone except for Dustin's fiance, who probably doesn't like The Simpsons, are fucking idiots for not liking The Simpsons. Is that better? No, that wasn't even what I was thinking. Oh, okay. Does she I, like The Simpsons? She's liked what I've shown her. Oh, okay. So I just figured that was... Who do you know that doesn't like The Simpsons? I don't know. I'm just assuming there's people out there. Oh, well, okay, then never mind. They're yeah, fucking idiots. So, yeah. so, okay. I just don't want to offend Katarina. <laughs> That's fair. In case she does listen to this, she doesn't like The Simpsons. Yeah, so I think that's everything. Uh, shoot us an email. Let us know your favorite Treehouse of Horror segment or what you would pick for your three. Uh, if you were building an episode, it, uh, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we're just at Heifer And then also uh, themoviemailbag at gmail.com if you want to just send us an email, which would be really cool. It would be cool and exciting to receive an email. I think. I don't know That's what it would be. the most sad, desperate shit I've ever heard. I don't know heard. what it would feel like. It would be so cool to just receive it. I can't get dick pill emails anymore. I need a real email. I'm tired of, of emails about car warranties. I don't need any more girth, goddammit. I just want interaction. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. We will be back later in the week to uh, to wrap up Empty Your boo Yes, yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of though, uh, with my fiance, and this is a lot of people who I've ran into who say they don't like The Simpsons. 
she wasn't allowed to watch it as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that there were a lot of parents that like shielded their kids from the show because it was deemed like offensive. That's how it was with my fiance. And she, she wasn't allowed to watch it. And either. it's so funny that it's like when you watch it now, it's like this is actually a really intelligent show mm-hmm. that wasn't offensive. That just actually kind of just had liberal sensibility to it. And it's like, it's just like, that's what was offensive is that this like promoted a free thinking idealism like that. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. Cause that, like, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like what the, but that was, what was like touted as it back in the day was that it was offensive and it wasn't really offensive as much as it just was like he, it, liberal idealisms. Like oh, it was yeah. just like, it was like throwing it in the face of, of political agendas and shit like that really early on. And you know, they didn't, curse or anything it was like hell damn things like that damn yeah Yeah. um so it's just and and i introduced her more to it like when we started dating long ago she's like oh this isn't like south park yeah she yeah exactly that's what it was always like thought to be like it's like simpsons and south park and family guy and it's like no i and this is why why i say like screw people who don't like it or don't see it is because the simpsons isn't just like low brow I don't know, lowest common denominator entertainment or comedy. And maybe nowadays it is a little bit more because it had to like dumb itself down. Yeah. But back in the day, it was a really intelligent show that had a lot to say. Really like it's literally the twilight zone of our generation, just in terms of like storylines and things that you see in movies and television and everything. It's like, Oh, I saw that in the Simpsons episode in 1992. Yeah, there's a reason. Like, <laughs> there's a reason. South Simpsons Park literally had to say Simpsons did it. Yeah, the, <laughs> there's a reason they they act like Simpsons has literally done everything. Yeah, sorry to go on. I mean, this is just kind of the Simpsons talk, if you will, the, that I'm trying to like force here at the end, not right. to just do this. But it's just so funny that this show, has, I don't know, I think it faced like an unfair rap that it got early on of being like an offensive show. And it really wasn't. I mean, it was like, itchy and scratchy that's mm-hmm. really kind of was the only thing and but the thing about itchy and scratchy is it's literally a parody of the violence on television like that <laughs> like, like like people saying that's offensive is just not you're not getting it like it's like what you're, are you yeah. <laughs> so it's like what are you not seeing that these this family is letting these children watch this violent shit on tv and that's literally what every American family does. But then when it comes to like sex and things like that, we're like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. Hang on now. Whoa, curse yeah. words and sex. No, no, no. You can watch them blow their heads off all fucking day. But yeah, no, I just find that I've, that's, that's why I got so, uh, vitriolic. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> uh, in, in regards to people not liking the Simpsons. Cause I think it's one of those things where it's like, you shouldn't not like it you should have to like it. <laughs> all right we're gonna get out of here yeah thank you guys for listening we'll be back at the end of the week to cap this off uh till then creep it real you can only guess what the final one of our halloween month podcast run is gonna be so if you can't guess it i don't know it's staring you right in the face <laughs>